Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this week we are going to talk about uh, not Tremors, a little bit of Tremors, but mostly the Tremors sequels, because recently I binge-watched all of them in three days. In my younger days, I would have made it one, but, uh, you know, at almost 40, it took me took me three days to watch them. But I don't think it was my stamina. I think it was maybe, you know, the quality of the Tremors straight-to-video sequels slash straight-to-streaming slash straight-to-sci-fi. Uh, but there's something, let me tell you. Uh, now, you might be wondering, Jay, why why would you do this? Why would you watch all the straight-to-video Tremors sequels? And I will tell you, it's because of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. They were doing the kill count of the uh, Tremors movies. There's, they just started them recently. And it made me realize I've never seen all the sequels. In fact, I think I've only really seen two of the sequels. And they weren't in order. I, I, I've seen Tremors 2, Aftershocks, a lot. It used to be on HBO quite a bit when I was in high school. And then I randomly saw part five when it debuted on Netflix in 2015. But in between then, I hadn't seen any of them. And did you know there are six sequels? There are seven Tremors movies as of right now. And I watched them all. I didn't watch the first one. I didn't want to compare them. I think that's kind of important. I think it's important uh, to not necessarily watch the original to watch the rest of them. You don't really need it. Uh, They explain everything. Uh, but, uh, let's just talk about the original just for a little bit. Uh, it debuted in 1990, starred Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Reba McIntyre's in it. Uh, it was, uh, created by S.S. Wilton, directed by Ron Underwood. It was a box office bomb. It didn't do well. In fact, I don't even think I saw it in 1990. I don't know when I actually watched Tremors for the first time. It would have been... Probably, I, I might have even have seen the second movie before I watched the first one. But I knew what it was. I knew it was about these underground, like, monsters. That's all I really knew. Uh, but once I did watch it, I fell in love with Tremors. I love that movie. I think it is so much fun. Uh, and I love, I, I think I've said this before on the show, I really enjoy movies that take place in, like, a small town. And this takes place in Perfection, Nevada, where there's, like, a handful of people that live there. Like, it's like, like a general store and a couple other businesses, and, like, that's it. And then some people that just live in and around the area. That's all it is. And these giant worms that eventually be known as uh, Graboids. And it's a pretty simple movie. It's just these people in a very, very small town, very secluded, uh, are getting devoured by these underground creatures. And you don't really see it for a while. It's sort of like Jaws, uh, but giant worms. It's like Jaws meets Dune. Uh, the the part of Dune that you only see for like two seconds. And Beetlejuice. And I, I really enjoy Fred Ward. I think Fred Ward's awesome in it. He plays Earl. And uh, Kevin Bacon plays Val, Valentine McKee. Uh, and Kevin Bacon uh, said he enjoys playing the character. In fact, it's a character he would like to go back to. But he literally never has. And he did once. They were going to make a Tremors series, an, a second Tremors series, uh, on sci-fi in 2018, I think, and they never picked it up for whatever reason. And I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, why wouldn't they pick that up? That looks really good. Uh, but he didn't ever return to the franchise because uh, the first one bombed so badly. 
and he didn't really want to be involved in it. He was written into the second movie. So was Reba McIntyre. Uh, Reba McIntyre plays uh, Fr- Michael Gross's uh, wife in the first movie, a gun crazy woman. Uh, Michael Gross, of course, the dad from Family Ties, plays Burt Gummer, who ends up actually being the star of the entire franchise eventually. And, uh, you know, it just kind of follows uh, Fred Ward's character and Kevin Bacon, and they are just like these two, like, kind of handyman guys, and uh, they end up becoming the heroes and saving the town and fighting these giant uh, worms. And it's a, just a fun kind of B-monster movie from the 90s. And eventually they would make a sequel in 1998 called Tremors Aftershocks. And you know what? For the most part, I like that movie. I think that one is okay. It's not bad. Um, but they do this thing in all of the sequels where they evolve the monsters. And with sequels, you want to do that. I mean, you don't want to do the same thing over and over again. But it still takes place in a small area this time in Mexico. Graboids are back. And uh, they they couldn't get Kevin Bacon. Scheduling-wise, he couldn't do it. Same with Reba McIntyre. Uh, but Kevin Bacon also said, why would I want to do a second one? The first one bombed. So Fred Ward's back as Earl. And uh, he has a, a, new, a new guy with him who is not... Kevin Bacon, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to, you know, follow it up with, without Kevin Bacon, but Chris Garten plays Grady and they constantly refer to him as uh, the new guy. Uh, but the only other character that returns is uh, Michael Gross is Burt Gummer. Burt, I, Burt's kind of a fun character, at least in the beginning, I, I really like him because he's just this crazy uh, guy that has a bunker full of guns and he's a big gun enthusiast, probably not vaccinated. Uh, and He's uh he's crazy, but uh helps destroy these these monsters. And uh, you find out in the second one that uh, his wife is no longer with him, and she took his biggest gun, which of course is is the worst part. But uh, they're hunting down uh, these graboids, and it's it's actually kind of fun. You know, they're hunting down a bunch of them and figuring out the best way to do it by using these RC cars to distract the uh, the graboids, and then they make them explode. And I love when the graboids explode. Because it's disgusting. I mean, these movies are just like splatterfest movies. Uh, at least in the early stages, they are. And the inside is just, the, it looks like pumpkin. In fact, I think it is pumpkin. Um, it's just this like bright orange that goes all over everybody. It's slimy and chunky and disgusting, and it's a lot of fun. You just see a lot of that explosion in the second movie because they're just killing them left and right in the beginning. Uh, and then you find one that's just like laying around. They're like, what is going on here? And then uh, you hear this like loud shriek. And uh, Earl and and Grady go and, and find it, and you find out that something has come out of the Graboid, and they are these smaller versions that can actually walk on ground, uh, and they they are called Shriekers, and they're sort of like they're sort of like little tiny, kind of like the tiny T Rex from Jurassic World, or not Jurassic World, but uh, the Lost World. Or like Yoshi from the Super Mario Brothers movie. They're sort of like that, but with like a graboid head, which is kind of fun. And they can see body temperature, so they can see like infrared sight. And it's kind of neat. And they, they look, they're, they're okay. When they're actually made of um, physical things, when they're an actual physical prop, when they're CG, it looks terrible. And that's where I think this, these movies are, are really bad. When the special effects become computer generated, they definitely lose some of their magic. Um, and, you know... It's fine. I think what I like about the second one is that Fred Ward's still in it because I like the character of Earl. I think there's just something about him I've always enjoyed. And I like Michael Gross. He comes back. He's not like the main focus, but he's there. And 
I don't really care about anybody else, but I enjoy those too. I think they're fun, and, and I like the look of the Graboids. I think the big giant worms are are neat looking, and I enjoy it. I think it's a good one. Um, and that's as far as I had seen until a couple weeks ago. And Tremors 3, back to perfection. They go back to the original town. Bert is now the star. Uh, Michael Gross is now the star of the Tremors movies. Um, this time he's partnered up with uh, Desert Jack Sawyer, played by Sean Christian, Susan uh, Chang, who uh, plays Jody, and some returning characters. Uh, well, there's the one thing that I did like about this movie is that it involved people that were in the first one. A lot of the residents of the town came back, even uh, Ariana Richards, who is a little girl from Jurassic Park, and she was in the first Tremors, and she comes back as an adult. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, that's kind of fun that they, they brought all these people back. And it's kind of neat to be back in the town. Like, that's fun. But this one, like I said, every movie evolves the creatures just a little bit more. And this one, you get the worms. Perfect. They, they look the same. I like it. Whatever. Uh, but sometimes you get the CG version of them, and they look awful. Uh, and then you have the Shriekers for a little bit. Shriekers are okay. I don't care for them that much, but they're all right. So what's the next evolution? Obviously, they're going to learn how to fly. And they've got these really long noses. They sort of look like pterodactyls in a way, but with more of a graboid head. Um, but they look so bad. I can't emphasize enough how horrible these things look. Like, this one really looks cheap and straight to video. I mean, it, it's really bad. Uh, just black lines around all of them. Black Line City is, I used to say with my cousin, it, it looks terrible. And I think when they do start flying and they start attacking, like... It looks better than Birdemic, but not that much. It's like, it's it's that bad. I mean, Michael Gross is fun as Burt Gummer again, um, but that's about it. And and also, what are these new evolved versions of the Graboids called? I'm sure if I would have seen this back in uh, 2001 when it debuted, uh, I probably would have thought it was funny. But they're called Ass Blasters. Like, legit, that's what they're called. Ass Blasters. Um, no, no, I can't, I can't go for this one. I, I don't, I, I, I like that the pair characters come back. I like that they're back in the small town. So, I mean, it's got elements from the originals, but I just, I don't know. It just looks so cheap. I couldn't stick with this one. And the, the bad part about this one is there is a, a graboid that continually shows up and where Bert is. And they call it El Blanco because it's like this white graboid. But it's it's a fake-looking CG version, and it looks terrible. But you, you, he's still there at the end of the movie. I'm pretty sure this movie leads into the sci-fi TV show that I never saw, which I kind of want to. Like, that's the weird thing that happened when I got done watching all of these movies. I wanted more, but I didn't. Like, I enjoyed... I enjoy the early aspects of these movies, like the first movie and the second and and parts of the third with the small town and the smaller story. But once they change the monster, and especially once they leave the ground and they start flying, I feel like it loses the charm of what makes Tremors so much fun and enjoyable. It, it kind of goes away, and it looks bad, really bad, once they start using a lot of CG. And the third one seems like it sets up the TV show a lot. I've never seen it, and I kind of I want to. I, like, I know El Blanco 
is which is I, it, it's so dumb even saying it. I know that's a main part, and even Michael Gross as Burt Gummer again returns for the television show and is the main star. It only lasted like a season. I think it's thirteen episodes. I'm probably gonna watch it online at some point or end up ordering it, but. Uh, I'm a little tremored out at the moment. All right, Jay, I'm going to stop you there for one second. I would just like to update that uh, by the time that this episode airs, I do actually own the complete series from Sci-Fi of Tremors. I got an email last weekend after I recorded this that was like, hey, you should buy the uh, the whole series of Tremors. I was like, okay. So uh, it, it got here Thursday. I haven't watched it yet, but... God damn it, I'm gonna. <laughs> the next movie was Tremors 4, The Legend Begins, in 2004. And that is a prequel to Tremors. It takes place, uh, it kind of explains how the town of perfection became perfection. Like, I, I, I think it's called Rejection when it first starts. And it's this one's directed by S.S. Wilson, who created the whole thing in the beginning. He was the original writer of the first movie. And you meet, like... Uh, Mr. Chang's family is there, and Hiram Gummer, Burt Gummer's uh, great something grandfather, something like that. He is uh, first comes to town, and he doesn't like guns. Again, played by Michael Gross. I I kind of liked this one because I sort of like the old west feel, and it, again, it takes place sort of in the same town. But again, the special effects are just getting worse and worse. And there's this weird thing of in the first movie, no one knew about the Graboids. No one knew about these worms. So, you know, how could this have happened before? And, the, like, at the end, there's this thing that's like, I'll stay here and I'll help the town, create the town, as long as we never talk about this, because we don't want people coming to the town for this reason. or be, No, they don't want people to be scared away from the town of perfection because of these monsters. So we'll, we'll never talk about it. And it's this weird thing but I don't know I kind of like the old west feel to it I, for some reason it just sort of worked for Tremors and it, it kind of got back to when they got to the CG version it just kind of doesn't look very good and then there's this there's like a new version of the worms that are like smaller ones that jump out of the ground that then you like we literally never see them again in any of the other movies just in the old west and they're kind of it's kind of fun for a jump scare those were kind of enjoyable, but then they go away, and then, you know, we never come back. I, and this one felt, too, a lot like a TV show. Like, this felt like the pilot of an Old West Tremors series. And maybe it, maybe it was. Maybe at some point that was kind of the idea, was that they would do it. Um, and this one, of course, takes place in, in 1889. And I did like the atmosphere of it, but, like, again, it starts to look real cheap. There's the... the they use a lot of the... The graboid tongues, which are sort of like, they're just like puppets um, that come out and, and feel things. They use a lot more of those than they do in the other sequels, uh, which I thought was okay. Like, it, it was fine. But again, this one felt very made for TV. And it's just, it's starting to get kind of away. But this was the last one that I would say I kind of enjoyed. The uh, The rest of them after this, the like the second half, I, I wasn't a big fan. Like, Tremors 5, Bloodline came out bloodline excuse me came out in 2015 and this is one i i had seen literally don't remember any of it now some context to why i think i don't remember it is i was on a lot of medication at the time because i'd had a horrible year like i almost died that year i had a lot of infections and so i was on some pretty heavy medication when i watched this movie 
and I didn't remember about it. Like nothing other than the fact that not only was Michael Gross back, but Jamie Kennedy was now part of, of the franchise. Um, and this time they are battling uh, monsters in South Africa. The giant man-eating graboids are back and even deadlier than before, terrorizing the inhabitants of a South African wildlife reserve as they attack from below and above. Uh, Bert plays, um, well, he's back, but this time he, he has like a, a survivalist show and Jamie Kennedy is there to uh, help him get bigger and, and better. And then you find out, you know, the movie's called Bloodline, so you gotta know something else is gonna happen. And uh, Jamie Kennedy become you find out that he's actually Bert's love child from years and years and years ago. I honestly don't remember a ton about this movie. And I just watched it not that long ago. I know the monsters are a lot bigger. The CG is a little bit better, but it's still very cheap CG. Because this was, I think, the first one that went straight to sci-fi. The earlier sequels might have too. Or at least the uh, third and fourth one might have. Because I know the TV show was too. But, um, I yeah, it's not great. And it's funny because all the posters show the same monster. The same, like kind of Jaws ripoff of the monster coming from the ground that doesn't even look like, like, that doesn't even really look like the Graboids on the posters. But, like, you see them much bigger, and they can jump completely out of the ground now, and they battle ass blasters and shriekers and Graboids, and um, they're all, all walks of life are in this one. There is kind of a neat uh, um, scene in, like, a cave, but I don't know. The movies just start to get really... Silly, but this one is still very much splattery. There's still like a lot of gross, disgusting explosions, and it's kind of fun. But it, since it is made for TV, a lot of the kills tend to be like off screen, like you don't quite see them. And that's a bummer because, you know, that's half the fun of these movies is the splattery and the violence. And I mean, they're all PG movies and PG 13 movies, so you don't really get the full effect, but, you know, it's okay. Uh, so then where do we go from South Africa? Well, I'm glad you asked, listener. Uh, Bert Gummer returns. Jamie Kennedy returns for Tremors' A Cold Day in Hell, which debuted in 2018. The new sequel finds Bert Gummer, who's dying from graboid poison, from uh, back in, I think, the last one. I think he gets eaten at one point. It might have been in the third movie. I don't remember. He gets eaten at one point in a barrel, and then he, you know, he gets saved, but he gets poisoned that ha- somehow. And uh, his son Travis at a remote research station in Canada's uh, territory, where they must go up against a, a new batch of graboids to save Bert's life. Here's the thing: uh, it's supposed to be very cold where they're at. They face a lot of like ass blasters in this one. Um, it's supposed to be very cold, so they add like a bluish tint to the movie. Like, that's how you know it's in a cold area. It's just a little bluer. It's terrible. The, like, this one... Again, the the effects are TV good, but they're not anywhere near where they used to be. Uh, it is pretty gross. There's a disgusting part where Jamie Kennedy has to, like, suck this disgusting goo out of the mouth of a graboid um, with a giant syringe, and it's really just gross. And that part's fun. But other than that, like, this the this movie is not good. And th- this was where I'm starting to get, like, major Tremors fatigue and having a harder time 
getting through the movies, uh, which I didn't have a hard time with, you know, Aftershock and even the third one. And the fourth one was okay. Like, I didn't I didn't have trouble getting through them. But these later ones, like, they're just so made for TV that I, I had trouble enjoying it. And it was, like, kind of a slog to get through. Um, Michael Gross, still fun as Burt Gummer. And I gotta say, that dude doesn't age. Like, he looks almost the same as he does in the first movie. He's starting to get a little older. Uh, you see his ass in this one, and it's... Yeah, I could have done without that, but, you know, he's in a hospital gown. Those things happen. Um, and it, I think the biggest change in this one is... I mean, not only do the Graboids look different, they don't remotely look like they used to anymore. They've got, like, bigger, like, uh, spikes almost, and... It, it, they're very weird looking like I don't like them and they're out of the ground kind of a lot and like I said I don't really enjoy the ass blasters and they kind of take center stage in a lot of these movies and I one I just hate the name at the ass blasters uh, but I'd say the biggest change in this movie other than the blue tint to show that they're in a colder climate is that Bert no longer has his Atlanta Hawks hat which he's had in every single movie he's now switched it to uh, Cubs uh, the Chicago Cubs hat. It's blue, and it, 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 it's a Cubs hat. Um, I didn't like that. I, it, it was so arbitrary. There was no reason for him to like the Atlanta Hawks anyway. That was just a Michael Gross choice in the first movie, and they kept it through all of them. And he kept saying, as Bert in this movie, he's like, oh, you like got a new team now? They're like, He's like, no, I just wanted a new hat. And that's all it was. But I don't know. I feel like if, it, if it's really Bert Gummer, he's going to have an Atlanta Hawks hat. I missed that hat. Like, that's what I'm paying attention to in these movies now. I'm not supposed to be paying attention to that anymore. You know, there should be more going on in these movies for me to not care about it. Um, And then we get to the, so far, as of right now, the last sequel. And it came out in 2020. Again, debuted on Sci-Fi. Tremors Shrieker Island. And when a group of hunters genetically modify Graboid eggs... They face an all-out war against the larger, terrifying, intelligent Graboids and the swiftly multiplying Shriekers. Multiplying Shriekers. Um, you know, they change the Shriekers a little bit again in this one. They change all of them to make them look a little bit different. And it's a sequel. So you want to up it a little bit. You want to make it not be the exact same thing. But I just don't like where they go with it. Um, Jamie Kennedy's not in this one. Michael Gross again returns as Burt Gummer in what appears to be his final uh, pass as the character. Um, and, uh, John Heater, aka Napoleon Dynamite, has, uh, joined the group now, and, uh, Richard Blake is in it, and he's in a lot of the Rob Zombie movies, and in those movies, he's very vulgar and very disgusting, and just, like, says f- all the time, so I was expecting him to keep doing that in this, and he never does, and that's not, it's not the movie's fault, it's me for just you know, typecasting him basically because he always plays just these really sleazy, vulgar characters and everything else I've ever seen him in. And he basically is that again in this one. He just doesn't swear because, you know, it's uh, it's made for TV. Also in this one is uh, is Carolyn Langrish who plays Jazz and she is actually uh, Bert's baby mama. She plays Jamie Kennedy's mom in this one, and she's like a researcher. The island setting's kind of neat, because, you know, you remember a long time ago how I said I like movies that are set in, like, vacation areas and tropical areas? Well, this movie is, but the movie's not that good. I will say it is kind of gross, but even the goo and body parts of, like, the Graboids now look cheaper and, like, super bright orange, and I'm not a huge fan of it. 
Um, in this one, we get Graboids, we get Ass Blasters, we get Shriekers, and I I don't know. It's just it's I'm not I'm not a big fan of this. This one actually did, felt like it took forever to get through, and it's not that long of a movie. It's an hour and forty three minutes. Eh, that is kind of long. It's not that long. Like it's just after an hour and a half. But for a Tremors movie, that seems like forever. Not a fan. Not a lot of this one that I really enjoyed. If you ever see the poster for it, it looks super cheap. Like, I mean, these movies were always B-movies to begin with. I know that. I, I'm aware of that. But I feel like they just get... With with each sequel, it's a little worse than the last one. I think I liked Tremors 4 more than I liked 3. But, like, a minuscule amount. Like, it's just it's just, like, splitting hairs. But yeah, that was uh, that was my journey. That was my binge through the Tremors movies. I watched them all in a couple days. Um, I wanted to see how many I could get done in in a day, and I three was my limit. I couldn't I couldn't watch more than three in a day. I mean, I could have, but I just it was it wasn't working for me. Um, do you need to watch them? Uh, no. But if you want to, they are on Stars currently. Um, Shrieker Island isn't Shrieker Island is on Netflix, so you can watch it there uh, if you feel so inclined. Um, I would just stick to the first movie. And if you want to go to the sequels, watch the second one. But you don't really need to go any further than that. Anytime, like once once the Graboids leave the ground and they start flying as ass blasters, I think I'm done. I think I'm tapping out. You know, I think uh, not only does it lose something when the Graboids become ass blasters and start flying all over the place. But I think you really do lose something when you lose Kevin Bacon and you lose Fred Ward both. I mean, it's sort of like the uh, the Vin Diesel, Paul Walker thing of the Fast and Furious movies. Um, you know, it's great when they're together. It's okay when there's just one of them. But when neither of them are around, it's just, it's not as good. Like, and I like the character of Burt Gummer. I think Michael Gross does the best that he can do with uh, the whole franchise. I mean, it, it all rests on his shoulders eventually, very quickly, actually. And I, I, for the most part, I think he does fine. Like, I really like him. I've always liked him since Family Ties. But um, I, I, as the lead of the movies, I don't know that I, I really liked staying with him. Like, I really liked Kevin Bacon's character in that first one. And I thought Fred Ward did a really fine job in the second one all by himself. And Like, I would have liked to keep going with... One of those characters. I mean, and I didn't even mention this, but in the sixth movie, Cold Day in Hell, Val's daughter is introduced into it. And which is weird because you think they would have brought her into it maybe in the fifth one in the movie called Bloodlines. But they decided to save it for a cold day in hell. I don't know. And then, like I said, like uh, Kevin Bacon was then going to come back in another Tremors series for sci-fi that they didn't pick up. And I remember seeing the trailer at the time thinking, this looks awesome. What are they thinking? Like, why not do a Tremors TV show? And then I watched the trailer again after having watched all of these movies. And it didn't look good. I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I mean, I kind of get it. But if they wanted to do another Tremors, like a real one, like one in theaters, like a remake, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think as long as they kept the effects practical... And they kind of kept that original design, just maybe slightly different a little bit. I think I'd be all for it. Give me like a Michael Bay Tremors. That's that's what I want. Uh, a Michael Bay Tremors. That that is where the money's at, my friends. Michael Bay. That is gonna do it for another edition of the Rewatch Podcast. 
Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe, like us, do all that good stuff wherever you're listening to the podcast. And of course, you can get the latest episodes at yourfortdodge.com. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production. I am completely out of ammo. That's never happened to me before.